0: Saturday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Welcome to the Christian Television Network. Joining us on the TLP tonight as they do every Saturday. Just a brief little show tonight. 56 minutes of fury. I hope that you're ready for all of you that'd rather be mad than watch college football. Welcome to the Tom Lipley podcast tonight. So let me just show you this. Well, you can just side by side that. You know, what's happened is George Santos has been expelled from Congress. And the reason why he's been expelled... Now, we all know George Santos is not a good guy. We all know that he he lies and whatever else. But why George Santos? But he does vote for every conservative measure that comes out, just so everybody knows. And, And again, I'm no George Santos fan. He's the congressman out of New York, one of the upset elections in New York. And the Republicans voted, many Republicans, voted to expel him from Congress. Now, who is still in Congress now? Who is this guy right here? This is Breon uh, Peace is his name. This is the district attorney who's filed all the criminal charges against George Sa- uh, George Santos. Almost says George Soros. George Santos. If I accidentally say George Soros, I mean Santos. Now this. Now Breon Price has filed these charges against Santos: wire fraud, money laundering, theft, theft of public funds, false statement to Congress. Now, what are all these char- What are all these charges derived from? They're all derived from George Santos's surprise-winning campaign. Not that he did any of these in his private life. Not that he did any of these since he's been a congressman. These were done while he was campaigning and winning in New York City. And then, lo and behold, here comes Breon Peace to the rescue, another Biden nominee who is charging a Republican with various criminal acts. Now, that should sound inherently familiar to you, i.e., Letitia James... Uh, And Alvin Bragg charging Donald Trump with a bunch of miscellaneous charges that make no sense and charges that don't even actually exist in the criminal code. But now you're like, how could this ever happen because of what I tell you all the time? Because there is no backstop in the judicial system when you're dealing with blue districts, blue jurisdictions, blue judges, blue prosecutors, Biden nominees, Democratic Party activists. They can charge you with whatever they want. They can subpoena you. They can get a warrant for your arrest. Bring you into a blue area with a blue judge, with a blue jury, and you have absolutely no chance of winning. I.E. Steve Bannon in D.C., Peter Navarro in D.C., Michael Flynn in D.C., Donald Trump with Jack Smith in D.C., the 1-6 defendants in D.C. You have absolutely no chance of winning because the jury is a bunch of Democratic Party activists who just want to convict Republicans of crimes they didn't commit. The judge is the same. The grand juries are, are the same. The appellate judges are the same. The appellate grand juries are the same. The, the, uh, the uh, Supreme Courts oftentimes in those states are the same. The appellate courts are the same. So th- this is what George, George Santos never committed any crimes prior to the campaign that surprisingly beat a Democrat. And in comes Breon Peace, another Letitia James, another Jack Smith, another Alvin Bragg, another Keisha Bottoms from Atlanta, another Fannie Willis from Atlanta. Just another one right here, right here. Just bought and paid for Biden nominees or Democratic Party hacks. That's what they are. Democratic. They're just Democratic Party shills Democratic Party activists like Doug, Judge Angeron and his his chief clerk in New York Democratic Party activists is what they are. So when and so the Republicans just jump on board and expel one of their own while Jamal Bowman, and by the way just so everybody knows, George Santos hasn't been commit, has hasn't been convicted of any crimes. So listen, I'm not even like George Santos, but I certainly wouldn't expel a Republican who votes for MAGA ideals. Right. Would you, anybody else? No. What's the point? He's not been convicted of any of these crimes. He's being charged by Breon Peace, who's Letitia James in a suit. He's Letitia James without the heels. He's Alvin Bragg without the Twinkies. (laughs) They're just, they're all the same. They're just Democratic Party activists. How much do you want to bet after uh, Santos officially leaves Congress that all these charges mysteriously disappear? Right. Just like if Trump were to drop out of the presidential election right now all of his charges would magically just disappear. So Santos is being expelled by Republicans while Republicans leave in Jamal Bowman, who was just convicted of the fire alarm offenses. He was actually convicted of the crimes. He's still in there. Ilan Omar, who married her brother to commit immigration fraud, is still in there. Eric Swalwell, who dated and slept with and had a sexual relationship with a Chinese spy called Fang Fang, <laughs> is still in the, the Republicans still try to expel Bowman, Ilan Omar, or Swalwell. And what about Bob Menendez in the Senate, who's being charged with one count of bribery, one count of fraud, and fair violations, and nobody's going after him? He's not, not, here's the thing. I don't care what the Democrats do. They're reprobates. I don't care what they do. I'm talking about Republicans. Why are Republicans going after to uh, Bowman, Omar, Swalwell, or Menendez? Right. But they go after one of their own. You know why? Because they have to the virtue signal. Uh, look at us. We're virtuous. We'll go after one of our own. That's not the fight that you're in. That fight was 30 years ago. The fight now is a street fight. You, who are you trying to impress? The Washington Post? The New York Times? CNN? The D.C. media? Who are you trying to impress by expelling one of your own for crimes he's not convicted of yet? Truly amazing to me. It's just like so they get rid of Santos for camp, elect, really campaign violations. and it's the same exact thing that, and, I, and listen, there's nobody I despise more than Eric Adams, the mayor of New York. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Grandstanding idiot. I mean, literally. But they're going after him too. What did they do with him? They went after his campaign uh finance his, fu- his campaign fundraiser. Why are they going after his camp? Why is the FBI arresting his campaign fundraiser? Didn't do it. Eric Adams didn't do let didn't do anything else wrong. Criminally speaking, he does a lot of things wrong, but criminally speaking, because he was going to meet with the Biden administration about his city being flooded with illegals from the Biden administration. And suddenly His campaign, suddenly his campaign's under arrest and his campaign fundraiser is arrested or under investigation. All right, so I just had to cover the George Santos things. Let's switch subjects now. Jesse Waters video. Why are the Democrats covering up Epstein's flight logs? That's weird, isn't it? Because it's all Democrats on the Epstein flight logs. Play for me, Will. Why is Senator Dick Durbin covering up
1: for Jeffrey Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein's a dead child trafficker. And Senator Marsha Blackburn tried subpoenaing Jeffrey Epstein's flight log earlier today, and Senator Dick Durbin blocked it. Epstein's been dead for four years. Why can't we see who was on his jet? Why can't we know who went to his island? We already know Bill Clinton flew on Epstein's jet at least two dozen times. So who's Dick Durbin protecting? I assume Durbin isn't protecting a dead pedophile because he's a pedophile and he's dead. So Durbin's protecting the associates of a dead pedophile. Durbin's office says, oh, well, you know, they didn't have enough time to schedule a vote on the subpoena. Okay, they'll have time tomorrow. You're the Senate whip, Dick. You can make time. And they got a subpoena to go through Melania's underwear drawer, so you should be able to subpoena the Epstein flight logs. And Epstein had surveillance videos and hard drives seized by the FBI in Palm Beach, New Mexico, Manhattan, and in the Caribbean. It's almost like the government has no interest in tackling international sex trafficking. This means Epstein was intel, and Durbin is covering up for the entire op. What a bunch of animals, and how dare they pretend to care about women and kids.
0: So, again, this is the things that we need to ask ourselves, and I'm going to go over the Seth Rich case in just a minute. Why is the FBI not releasing materials from incidences that occurred four years ago? Why, Why is it that Dick Durbin... Is trying to not why would you not again? This goes back to why would you ever fund Hamas like the Biden administration is doing? Why would you ever fund Iran? What, what why would you ever fund the Wuhan Institute of Virology? It, it, a, a level four bioweapons lab to your number one industrial, military, and economic opponent on the planet, a nuclear foe. Why would you be, why would you be collaborating? Why would you be collaborating on bioweapons? And you know why? Because none of these people are true Americans. They don't look, they're not trying to uh, increase American influence in the world. They're trying to decrease our sovereignty because they look at us as a globalist state, not a sovereign nation. I didn't mean to go that big on it, but it's all just the same thing. All of this. Exactly the same thing. So how is it logical for Dick Durbin not to release the Epstein flight logs? The man's been dead for four years. They can't even throw down the usual throwdown, which is, oh, we can't release that information because it's an ongoing investigation. The ongoing investigation is long since over. It was a fraudulent investigation. where All all the applicable cameras were off. All the applicable guards were unconscious. And he committed suicide, a man who has never had any suicidal ideation in his life. But why why will you not release his flight logs? What does that have to do with anything? Well, we know because Bill Clinton's on them twenty-six times. That we know. And what other Democrats are on there? Is that, I mean, here's the thing: when we get in power, we have got to be a no-holds-barred conservative party. No more, no more Marco Rubios, no more Lindsey Graham's, no more Mitch McConnell's and Mitt Romney's and Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski's and John Cornyn's and Rob Partman. And all, all of these geldings, we need to go in there and just say, you know what? We're opening up everything. Everything on Kennedy, everything on, on Epstein, everything on November 7th, uh, November uh, November 7th, November 3rd, whatever it was, 2020, the fraudulent election, everything on Fauci, everything, everyone a little Fauci. It, and by the way, I, I hope I get to it tonight. There's a video, he still gets Secret Service protection, by the way. It just started my nose. You know, the guy's literally like four feet tall. I mean, a, I've been calling him a garden gnome for the last 45 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. He really is, by the way. But all of his emails, unredacted, because he's not an NSA agent. He's not a CIA agent. He's not, he's, he's not, he's not an espionage agent. He's a, he's a lab coat wearing garden gnome who has actually never, ever <laughs> solved a problem in his life, never cured a disease, never done anything for 50 years. So all of these things need to come out. These flight logs need to come out. I mean, you know how many? I, I can't remember the numbers. It was absolutely flabbergasting. So we put it on the podcast. How much material the FBI has on Jeffrey Epstein from numerous locations? I'm talking about hard drive after hard drive after hard drive. I don't know what the what the uh, technical term is megabytes or what do you call those things, Aaron? Like, yeah. Yep. You, you know, Megabyte, just terabytes gigabytes. and megabytes and yeah. thousands upon tens of thousands of documents of who was who was participating in a Lolita Express Epstein Island child trafficking it's all there why has it not been released what's the logical reason tell me why there, there is no logical reason. That's what, that's what you need to always send to these pundits, whether it's whether it's Ed Kratzenstein, Brian Krasenstein, uh Brooklyn Dad, CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, all their pundits, Madie Hassan. Just send You know, simplistically explain to me why you wouldn't want to release the Epstein flight log. Just explain that to me, please. Just explain to me why you don't want to release, and then, and then explain to me how Joe Biden can ever be in possession of a classified, compartmented document. Explain, just give, give me an explanation. Tell, tell me why Joe Biden used multiple pseudonyms in government emails communicating with his son. Just explain that to me. I just, I just want a simple explanation. Give me a simple, simple explanation about why all of Fauci's emails are redacted as if they're, as if they're NSA files. <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one. The Gateway Punnett tweet, is that where I'm at, Will, or Laura Loomer? Laura Loomer, here we go. Just in, the inmate who stay, I'm jumping all over the place so everybody knows, but this is all kind of FBI related for the time being. Just in the inmate the inmate who stabbed Eric Chauvin twenty-two times in prison last week has been identified by the U.S. attorney's office, uh, U.S. attorney's office as 52-year-old John Tersak. Oddly enough, Tersak is a former FBI informant. Wow. That's so weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's so weird. Coincidence, I don't think so, says Laura Loomer seems like a coordinated effort to kill Chauvin Tersek told investigators that he attacked Chauvin on Black Friday the day after Thanksgiving as a symbolic connection to the black lives Matter movement and the and the black hand civil associated with the Mexican mafia gang prosecutor said okay let me just go over this once again for everybody and I know those of you who watch this podcast regularly know what I'm about to say and I do apologize for the redundancy Derek Chauvin didn't Derek chauvin has got a 22year sentence now just so everybody knows under sentencing guidelines, in the state of Minnesota, you should have gotten 11 years. That would have been a stern sentence. You got 22, got twice that. Wow. And you're, you're wondering, that's impossible because somebody's going to come to your aid when you're being run over by a corrupt judicial system. Who's going to come to your aid? Have you ever asked yourself that question? If you get charged tomorrow with grand, grand theft auto, and you're like, I didn't steal, so there's no grand theft, and I certainly am not in possession of an auto, but some judge says that you are. Some prosecutor says you are. What's going to stop them from taking the jail? Well, no, I've got a sculpatory video. Well, so does Chauvin. He, he, he's got he's got a coroner's report sa- that says George Floyd, at the moment of death, at the second he died, had an oxygenation rate in his lungs of 95%, coordinated with a three times the lethal amount of fentanyl in his bloodstream. So he didn't die as of asphyxiation. So how did Derek Chauvin kill him? Right. If Derek Chauvin killed him by placing his knee on his neck, which, by the way, there's no injuries, no broken road, there wasn't even a bruise on George Floyd's neck. Just so everybody knows, not even a bruise, not a contusion, not a bruise, nothing. So how did Derek Chauvin kill him if he didn't asphyxiate him? Again, just simple logic here. But now he's been stabbed 22 times in prison. The length of his prison sentence is kind of odd by a former and probably current FBI informant weird isn't it it's just so coincidental how the FBI which is just the Federal Bureau of of, of of instigation and the Gestapo Brown shirts for the Democratic Party and the globalist left what globalist left him. yeah well why tell me logically let's let's just use logic as our motif tonight explain to me logically why Christopher Ray was in Davos last year and i guarantee you he'll be back there this year or in 2024 I mean why was he in Davos 2023 and I'll bet you'll be there in 2024. Why was Christopher Ray there? What does that have to do? What does that have to do? It's like all the meetings, it's like all the uh, all the meetings with Voldemar Zelensky. Can you explain to me why Mike Pence is there? Why is Mike Mike Pence meeting with Voldemar Zelensky? So it's just very strange coincidences. And Derek Chauvin is completely innocent of the killing of George Floyd. All right, let's go to the next one. So then here's another one: big news, federal judge. No, this is a couple days though, it's old from November 29th, three days old. Big news, federal judge orders FBI to hand over, orders the FBI won't just hand over Seth Rich's murder case to anybody. Why? I mean, how long ago was Seth, R- Seth Rich murdered? Who is Seth Rich? That's the guy because Julian Assange says the man who leaked all the DNC information to him was a guy by the name of Seth. So we can all pretty much presume that Seth Rich was the WikiLe- WikiLeaks leaker. And lo and behold, was murdered on his way home. That's so, so coincidental. And the FBI has to be forced by a federal judge to release her died in 2016. So what's that, seven years ago, right? Yeah. So seven years, they won't release it? Why? Because they're covering up for the DNC. Yep. That's all the FBI does is cover up for the DNC. You know, like Tom, they don't, they don't always cover up. I mean, they assign special prosecutors that work for them, that are just leftists. And I don't have time to get into all that tonight, whether it's the Hunter Biden investigation, whether it's the uh, Joe Biden investigation, where Joe Biden is in possession of 1,800 boxes, not documents, boxes of classified documents, (laughs) many of which were stored in a garage next to his Corvette that Hunter Hunter Biden was driving in and out of the garage with with Russian prostitutes (laughs) as he was sex trafficking. So explain to me how it is that he's not being... how how Joe Biden can be in legal possession of these documents, and obviously he's not, so how is he not being federally prosecuted? And we just found out recently that he's not really going to be prosecuted at all from the special counsel that was put in charge of the investigation, where it's, it is not technically impossible. It's completely and totally impossible for Joe Biden to be legally in possession of these documents. The FBI won't release Seth Rich's investigation after seven years. Why is that? You know, everyone needs to remember, too. Remember, it was all the Russians were the ones... The Russians hacked into the DNC computer and remember they wouldn't they wouldn't hire they wouldn't allow the FBI to take possession of the DNC hard drive. They hired their own private company that came up with the conclusion, right, that it was a DNC hack. Well no, the hack was actually Seth Rich giving it to WikiLeaks. Who Seth Rich was was a Bernie Sanders activist who was mad about Donna Brazil stealing the election from Bernie Sanders. And then 7 years later they have to be forced to release it. Why? Listen, if we are in charge, we have, we we cannot settle for any more Washington, swamp, cesspool, feces, worm-ridden politics anymore. Everything gets out into the public. We don't care if it's an ongoing investigation. How does it earn an ongoing investigation? It doesn't. It doesn't. Everything has to be released. Right, let's go to the next one. Paul Sperry tweet, breaking. Here's another one for you. National Archives record, this is from one day ago, National Archives records just released to ju- ju- Judicial Watch show Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. Now remember that that sentence. Joe Biden and Vice President, current Vice President at the time, Joe Biden and his son Hunter received a May 26, 2016 email detailing a scheduled 8.45 a.m. prep for a 9 a.m. phone call with President Poroshenko of Ukraine. Who was, who was Ukraine President Hunter, was on Brisbane before the time. So let's break this down. So explain to me why it is Joe Biden is getting an official email. Now, this is from the White House or from the Naval Observatory. Whoever runs the vice president's schedule, he's getting an 845 prep for a, no, I, I correct that. Him and Hunter, explain to me why it is that him and Hunter are getting a prep call for a 9 a.m. phone call with the president of a foreign country, i.e. the president of a foreign country that's investigating his son's company, Burisma, who they coincidentally either after this or before this got the Ukrainian uh, uh, prosecutor fired for looking into Hunter Biden's. Uh, Barisma, Hunter Biden's uh, company, Barisma. Explain to explain how any of this is legal. Again, ask any liberal pundit, any leftist pundit these questions. It's just just give me a reasonable explanation about why Hunter Biden is being included on a phone call with a foreign president. And not only that, but that foreign president is the president over the co- over the company that Hunter Biden is working for, and that president's prosecutor Victor Shokin is investigating that very company and that president upon request of Joe Biden fires that prosecutor and to this day Victor Shokin has never been convicted of a crime he's never been accused of a crime there's no evidence that he ever committed a crime or that he was corrupt in any way shape or form Explain to me why, just ask the liberal pundits, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN, Krasnsteins, Medea San, anybody you want to ask, Keith Oberman, ask them, just explain to us why it is. Just give us, give us a logical assumption, a logical a- explanation about why Hunter Biden would be on a phone call with Vice President Joe Biden and President Poroshenko of Ukraine. Explain that to us, not to mention all of the, all of the Burisma connections. So there's another one for you. Let's go to the next one. Mischief video. Are we headed back to, you like, Tom, you're all over the place. No, no, I just wanted to get all these quick hitters in before I get to vaccines. Are we heading back to segregation? Now, as you watch this, I want you to realize who are the segregationists? Who were the segregationists back in the 60s? That would be the Democratic Party. Who voted against the Civil Rights Act? That would be the Democratic Party. Well, that's all changed, and it's all flip flops. never flip-flopped. You you can you can uh, see if I can a- actually put this in a coherent sentence. You can be a segregationist who's claiming to be for race rights, right. race rights, not race riots. You you're like you know what I'm all, I'm all for racial equity, but you're actually still for segregation mm-hmm. because your your alleged equity uh, your. Uh, equity vernacular, your equity verbiage is all a lie, just so you can get elected by the black community. Right? You're actually a racist yourself. Come on, come on, Joe Biden. I'm gonna put you all back in chains. If you if you even question of who you should vote for, me or Trump, you ain't black. You know, uh, Barack Obama's the first clean black man I've ever run into, Most articulate black man. I mean, who's the racist? Yeah. But it claims to be for race relations and race rights, right? Black rights, whatever, claims that, but who's actually ushering in? He, it, what's 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 really funny about it is they're getting black people to segregate themselves away from them. Yeah, they're they're not having to pull the trigger themselves. They're just they're having black people are doing it themselves through political indoctrination. Play for me, will.
2: School has expanded a program to address its learning gap, and it lets students voluntarily
3: segregate by race. The classes started back in 2019. Advocates say they can make students feel more comfortable and perform better at school. Emily Finn is joining us right now to explain. Emily. Well, Adrian, good morning. Uh, this is certainly an interesting one, sparking some debate. It is a voluntary segregation program that's being implemented at a high school right outside of our News Nation Chicago studio in Evanston, Illinois. The program has actually expanded in recent years. This year at Evanston Township High School, almost 200 black and Latino students signed up for core classes like math and writing for students of the same race. The so-called affinity classes are taught by a teacher of color and are intended to help black and Latino students enroll in advanced curriculum. The school district superintendent told the high school's student newspaper, the goal is to provide quote, a different, more familiar setting to kids who feel really anxious about being in AP classes. While federal anti-discrimination laws ban public schools from mandatory segregation, education lawyers say the voluntary options don't apply. Evanston isn't the first school to try this. Actually, schools in Minnesota, California, and Washington State also offer elective classes that are race-specific.
0: So the question that has to be asked is, who is it that's trying to get black people away from them? Who is it that's trying to get Latino people away from them? You're like... Uh, definitely not the Democrats because they're always talking about black rights, Latino rights. Yeah, but who is actually trying to get black people away from white people? Who's, who is actually trying to get Latinos away from white people? You're like, yeah, but they're doing it themselves right through Democratic Party propaganda. They, they, have, they have been brainwashed into segregating themselves called, quote, unquote, voluntary segregation. Where you have black kids in a in a black classroom with a black teacher, Latino kids in a Latino classroom with a Latino teacher, away from all the snooty Democrat white people, isn't is, that, that's that's a Democratic Party school district? What what what? Name, name a red district that's doing this. You know, it's hard to it's actually hard to put it into a sentence because most of most of it most education is run by the left. But there, there are no red districts trying to do voluntary segregation. I certainly never wanted voluntary segregation. Tomorrow at Foundation Church, will be 900 to 1,000 people in this room, in this, in this building. We're not going to do any segregating at all. It's just funny how they preach the opposite thing, and while they're preaching the opposite thing, they're doing the opposite thing. Right. While they're preaching one thing, they're doing exactly the opposite they're getting black people, Latino people, to segregate themselves away from white Democrats, which is what the white Democrats actually want. It's what they actually want. Truth. All right, let me let me break it. Hey, listen, big announcement here. Big announcement, mid-show. Let me take 60 seconds here. We have our first ever sponsor, first ever sponsor on the Tom Lightby podcast, Midas Gold Group, right there. There they are, first ever sponsor, I don't even, they didn't even give me an ad read or anything like that. They wanted me just to rant on my own, so let me just rant on my own. Anybody ever heard of BRICS? That is the de-dollarization of the globe. We have hyperinflation, which I can get into, $34 trillion in debt. I'm about to buy somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty dollars to $50,000 worth of gold myself. Gold is really the only hedge against the de-dollarization, the uh, de-fiat currency of the world, getting rid of our fiat currency, devaluing our fiat currency. What does BRIC stand for? That means China, Russia, each, each letter, I'll do it in order. B stands for Brazil, R stands for Russia, I stands for India, C stands for China, S stands for South Africa. They are all going to the Chinese yuan. Now, what are all these countries doing? Well, not all these countries. Namely, China and Russia, what are they doing? They are buying gold. They're buying gold. We need to buy gold. Call down. Now, here's the thing about Midas Gold Group. Midas Gold Group are all MAGA Republicans, veteran-run, veteran-owned. I talk to them on the phone. They are just like you and I. They are for real. They're not somebody who paints a portrait. They're not fakes. And everything that you buy is actual physical gold. You know, it's not some sort of just uh, Ponzi scheme where you allegedly buy some sort of ghost gold. You're buying real gold that you can pull at any time that you want. I'm doing it first of the year. I'm buying somewhere between $30,000 and $50,000 worth of gold myself. So just remember, as we continue, as the Fed continues to print trillions of dollars and then buys what happens is the Fed actually prints the money and then backs it with more printed money. Yeah. The Fed, the Fed is assuming all of these loans as they print money to pay the loans on the $34 trillion worth of debt. In other words, that's why our that's why Thanksgiving went up 40%, because the dollars were so much less. Buy gold and only buy it at a place that is pure. Physical gold. Even their IRAs, which I'm going to set up first of the year, is physical gold. Midas Gold Group. Real MAGA Republicans. Real MAGA company. Buy from them. All right, there we go. First ever sponsor. So excited. All right, let's go to the next one. Well, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald tweet. Still more evidence. New, mount, new Worth. That Russia, I know, I'm, I know I'm going all over the place tonight, but I'm on I'm on the Ukraine now. That Russia and Ukraine were close to a deal at the start of the war. See, it's all, everything is fake. Everything is fake. Everything is to serve the bourgeois leftist globalist elitist. That's everything you see. Climate change profits them. That's BlackRock, Vanguard, everybody else. I mean, I just sum it all up with leftist globalist bourgeois elitist. Everything is to serve them. Who's rebuilding Ukraine right now? J.B. Pritzker, governor of Illinois' sister, the Clinton Foundation. In the International Monetary Fund, that was given $600 billion, I believe, by Joe Biden or some along those lines. Right. That That's just rebuilding Ukraine. Everything benefits the globalist, leftist, bourgeois elitist. Everything's a lie. COVID's a lie. Climate change is a lie. The Ukraine war is a lie. It's all a lie. Understand that. Still more evidence, now a mountain's worth, that Russia and Ukraine were close to a deal at the start of the war to end it in exchange for Ukraine's neutrality, not entering NATO, but Biden and Boris Johnson blocked it. Why would that be? And I could, I've only got 25 minutes left. I could spend the rest of the 25 minutes on why Joe Biden (laughs) would want to block it, i.e. covering up for all of his crimes, all of Nancy Pelosi's crimes, all of Mitt Romney's crimes, all of their money laundering schemes, Metabiota, which is funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which is a bioweapons lab partially owned by Hunter Biden inside of Ukraine private bank everything else covering up got to burn all the evidence but biden and boris johnson blocked it insisting Zelensky go to war and win you're like well why would Zelensky buy it because well, zelinski's being personally enriched everything's just i just we just put on the podcast and you just bought a three million dollar mansion in egypt now head of Zelensky, I'm reading the bottom now, now head of Zelensky party faction, Ukraine parliament, and head of Ukrainian delegation in Ukraine, Russia, talks, confirms that peace deal could have been reached in spring of 2022 if Ukraine agreed to neutrality. He said that Russia was ready to end the war in such, in such a case, and that blah, blah, blah. So there you go. It was supposed to end, and Boris Johnson and Joe Biden wanted it to continue, because it benefits Joe Biden that Ukraine burns. It benefits the Clinton Foundation that Ukraine burns. I'll bet you that Frank and James Biden will be able to go and start building condominium complexes in Ukraine. <laughs> Who? Well, where's, where's CBDC currency being launched? That would be Ukraine. You're like, well, it's already in China. Well, this is the first alleged democracy, although we know it's not a democracy. Where CBDC currency, they're almost entirely cashless in Ukraine. All of this has to be covered up. They need to build the infrastructure for CBDC currency inside of Ukraine. And for all those that say, you know what, I'm never going to participate in social credit systems. I'm never going to participate in CBDC currency. Good luck when when their only way to buy an airplane ticket is through CBDC. You're like, no, I'll bring cash. Cash will no longer be accepted. See how they leverage you? The only way for you to get a job will be CBDC currency, a social credit score. They'll just leverage you out of the system, just like they were doing with COVID and vaccine passports, leveraging you out of the system. Don't wear a mask, don't get vaxxed, out of the system. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. Without your QR-coded Mark of the Beast vaccine passport, your vax pass, your arrived can in Canada, but they're being sued over that right now. They just leverage you right out of the system, and that's what they're trying to do inside of Ukraine. Burn it to the ground and build up their leftist, globalist, vanguard, black rock utopia inside of Ukraine and launch it globally. And then, and then, of course, there's always a dual purpose. You also get to cover up for all the Democratic Party malfeasance that's gone on during Ukraine. And the reason why Zelensky bought in is because Zelensky's being told, you know, we'll give you billions of dollars just all for you, Voldemar. Just make sure now that those documents from Privat Bank, Metabiota, and Burisma, make sure that somehow or another a Russian bomb hits them. I'm right that's what that's what ukraine's all about you're like people are actually dying yeah who's dying who's you ever noticed that no bourgeois well leftist globalist least ever died of covid you ever noticed that albert Borda avoided his own vaccine probably i mean i don't want he, he he got caught avoiding it for like a year didn't take it himself and now he says that he's vaccinated but we know he's not you notice how none of these people ever actually die none of them ever actually that same thing going on in ukraine you have all these people, whether it's, whether it's Bono and uh, Sean Penn and Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and all the Republican rhino idiots and everybody else, Mike Pence being one of them, Judas Pence, going and vis- visiting <laughs> Volodymyr Zelensky in the middle of a war zone. Volodymyr Zelensky speaking at the Sundance Film Festival <laughs> in, the of a, in the middle of a war. It's all a fake and the only people dying are the peasants. And all that's just for a show. They know there's no way to win. They just got to... It's, it's, it, listen, Joe Biden knows there's no winning in Ukraine. Right. It's just got to burn long enough to get to his documents. That's all. It's got to burn long enough to get to Pravat, get to Metabiota, get to Barisma. It's got to burn. And Nancy's in there, too. You know, I got some business dealings there. And Mitt, Mitt, Mittens Romney, who says that he'll vote for a Democrat for president, is right, right there whispering in his ear, too. You know, I got, I got documents there, too. Make sure that play, we needed to burn for a while. Yeah, but they're just about to come up with a peace deal. Uh No, we need it to burn. Yep. Just, just, I mean, what's the number one bribery state in, in, on the globe? Ukraine. Just bribe Zelensky some more. We'll give him his billions. We'll give him his billions. That's not a problem at all, because they're not giving their billions. They're giving our billions. Spend all night on it. So I have to show you this. You know, one of my favorite people on the globe, facetiously speaking, of course, is Justin Trudeau. So here's Trudeau. On uh, on Canada breaking after recently cutting the Canadian military, just so all the Canadians know, Trudeau announces that Canada will make a fresh donation to the Ukraine to the Ukra- Ukrainian military. Canada Canada is donating over eleven thousand assault rifles, over nine million rounds of ammo. Play for me will today I'm announcing that Canada is donating over eleven thousand assault rifles and over nine million rounds of ammunition being sourced from Colt Canada, which is based in Ontario. How do you know if you're wrong? Anybody ever know? How do you know if you're wrong? Who's espousing the same viewpoints as you? Right. It's like all of the right-wingers, and I'm not going to go on to this day, I'll ruin my last 20 minutes, all the right-wingers that are pro-Palestine all of a sudden because they think it's this giant global conspiracy in Israel, which I think there are some conspiratorial components to it. However, you have to be pro-Israel versus Hamas. Who's espousing your viewpoints? Have you have any of those right-wing pundits that are suddenly pro-Palestine? Do you ever notice who it is who's marching on the streets that are espousing now your viewpoints? That would be Antifa. That would be the globalist left, the exact same people that forced you to wear or tried to force you to vax, force you to mask, force you to lock down force you to stand six feet apart, force you to wash your hands 27 times a day, tell you that the vaccine stops transmission and infection when it doesn't stop transmission and infection, mandate it based on it stopping transmission and infection, knowing the entire time it doesn't try, stop transmission and infection, it was never even tested to trans, stop transmission and infection. Those exact same people are now espousing your pro-Palestinian viewpoints. That's how you know you're wrong. If Whatever Justin Trudeau is for, you should be against Life really is simple. If Justin Trudeau is donating 9 million rounds of ammunition and 11,000 assault rifles while demilitarizing his own country, you ought to know, you know what? I ought, As a right winger, I ought not to be pro-Ukraine. Of course, the left, I mean, it's so funny how the left is. The left is the absolute just epitome of just a, just a spineless amoeba. They will go wherever the tide is. Whatever they think will politically profit them. They used to be anti the man. It's like, I was talking about raid the band, rage against the machine. Rage against the machine who requires you to have a vaccine passport to get into their concert. <laughs> how, what, what machine are you raging against exactly? I guess logic for one thing. But you can, it's always very easy to tell whether you're right or you're wrong. Just look, who else, look at who the other people are that are espousing your viewpoint. Look at this one, Kim.com tweet. Russia, just so everybody knows how things are going, This is from middle of last month. Russia, the most sanctioned country in the world, will end 2023 with a profit of 75 billion, according to Bloomberg. Bloomberg, that bastion of right wing conservatism. The U.S., the most indebted country in the world, will end 2023 with a net loss of two trillion. So, as Russia, who we are, who is the most Russia, the most sanctioned country on the globe. Of course, the only remember now, the only people not sanctioned in Russia are the ones who gave money to Hunter Biden. Right. that's the truth by the way there's only two there's two entities alina batterina and one other can't remember they're the only two people that are not or two bodies to uh you know whatever you want corporations or entities that are not sanctioned inside of russia are the ones who donated or gave money to hunter or joe biden that's it but so they're the most sanctioned uh, country on the worse than iran they're more sanctioned than iran and they're going to end end fiscal year 2023 in the black, 75 billion dollars. And we, who are who are levying these sanctions on Russia, we're going to crush Russia. Who's getting crushed, Russia or us? When this war started, we were about 31 trillion dollars, 30 trillion dollars in debt. Now we are 34 trillion dollars in debt, and basically going a trillion dollars in debt every quarter. Used to be, like I've told you a dozen times now, we used to go a trillion dollars in debt about once, about once every 18 months. Now it's about once every 18 weeks. Just like Joe Biden. Remember, we used to have 8,000 people a month crossing the southern border. Now we have 10,000 people crossing a day on the southern border. That's Bidenomics for you. That's the Biden administration. So we allegedly, we're crushing Russia. Oh, how are we crushing Russia? When they end the year, so, remember, Russia's actually a small country, so everybody knows. I mean, they're big geographically, but they don't have—they don't have hardly any population. They're ending—they're end, so this may seem well, it's just seventy-five, but a big—that's a big profit for a country that size. Seventy-five billion dollars—they're just mighty in nuclear weapons. is all they're mighty in. They're ending their year seventy-five billion dollars in debt, and we're with seventy-five billion dollars in the black. We're ending the year two trillion more dollars in the red. We'll end this year thirty-four trillion dollars in debt. And Russia's, Russia's got surpluses. All right, let's go to the next one. Lips of TikTok tweet. Walmart pulled their just so everybody knows. We all need to be looking for parallel economy. This is one of the things I talked about with Midas Gold Group. Parallel economy. We've got to be getting involved in a parallel economy. We cannot continue to have the left stipulate to us what we can buy, sell, trade, or travel. We can no longer have the left stipulate to us what is success. If success is advertising on YouTube or YouTube success, then the only way to be successful is to bow to the left. I'm banned off of YouTube. So that I can't be successful because I'm banned off of YouTube and I'm basically banned off of Facebook. You might be watching on Facebook, but I haven't been able to friend anybody on Facebook for the last 45 months and 15 days to flatten the curve. And they always shadow ban me. The only way to find me on Facebook is to actually look up my name. You can't be notified. All my notifications are turned off. i shadow banned. Can't friend anybody. I don't think anybody can friend me. I have 30,000 friends between the church and myself personally. And there's, what, 100 people watching? Yeah. I mean, come on. We, and so I am now unsuccessful because I'm not successful on the platforms of success because all the platforms are owned by the left. You want to be a successful actor, you have to be a leftist. See how they, they own the medium to success. So we have to have, I'll read this to you, but we have to have a parallel economy. We have to have our own Walmart. You're like, Tom, that sounds like segregationist. No, I don't, everybody's welcome. They're just going to be apolitical or right-wing, right-wing or apolitical. Everything, we need everything to be Rumble. Everything to be Rumble. Where well, you can, anybody can come on Rumble. You, know, you, you can go on Rumble anytime you want. Anybody can go on Getter. Gavin Newsom has an account on Truth Social. We don't ban anybody. But we have, we then, we are the ones then that are offering the platform for success. Like we're trying to get to a thousand viewers live on Rumble. We're about halfway there. All right, so Walmart pulled their advertising from X. Maybe they're just going, again, Libs of TikTok tweet, going to focus all their energy on sponsoring grooming events for children. Walmart <laughs> is a major sponsor and promoter of pride, of course. I will not shop there anymore. That's Libs of TikTok talking. I can't make that proclamation yet. I have to look into what they're talking about here. There are plenty of great alternatives on um, official PSQ, which is Public Square. It's down at the bottom. Look in, I'm going to be looking into Public Square. We need to make these people pay. Won't, you know, like Target, Target, I don't know how Target stays in business. They must get infusions from leftist corporations around the globe. I don't know what it's, BlackRock, Vanguard, whatever. They must get infusions because when they're selling uh, uh, tucking outfits, and I can't remember all the verbiage now because it's been a while since we covered a Target story, (laughs) but when they're selling transgender clothing for tucking and various other modalities when it comes to uh, transgender clothing, They suffer a political consequence for it. They suffer an economic consequence for it. Walmart needs to suffer for pulling their ads from Twitter, i.e. Elon Musk, i.e. X. They need to suffer for it. Elon Musk is trying to have a free speech platform. How he's going to do that with Linda Yaccarino? I don't know because Linda Yaccarino is nothing but a globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist Democratic Party hack, but he's trying, and Walmart pulled their ads from him. So we need to look to pull as much money from Walmart as we possibly can. Some of you don't have an alternative. I understand. I'm going to look for alternatives. You need to look for alternatives. All right, let's go to the next one, George Sweet. I know I'm hopping all over the place. I'm trying to get to vaccines. It doesn't look good. <laughs> if this doesn't explain, got to follow. Got to follow George. By the way, this guy is awesome on Twitter. Well, it's X. Follow him on Twitter. He's got about 80,000, 80,000, followers. If this doesn't explain how the election fraud apparatus works, I don't know what will. Election integrity leaders in Virginia discovered many local precincts in, in Henrico County with voter turnouts reaching over 100% for from the 2020 election. Randolph County reached uh, 115%, or this, no, these are, uh, uh, what do they call election, uh, precincts. Randolph Precinct had 115% voter turnout. Wow. Spotswood had 113% voter turnout. It's all 2020. But Trump lost Virginia, right? Uh, Mon- uh, Monument Hills Precinct had a 111% turnout. Hun- Hunton, 111% turnout. Raleigh 105% turnout. Longdale, 105% turnout. Elko, 105% turnout. Derbyshire, 104% turnout. And Lauderdale, 100% turnout. Now, let me explain to you how that's impossible. And again, this is the kind of question that you can ask your leftist friends explain to me how this happens they'll say well you know it's just um, just amazing turnout it's just like how they endlessly espouse to this day you'll hear Travis idiot Kelsey say I take the vaccine to keep other people safe using a vaccine that doesn't keep anybody safe because it doesn't stop transmission and infection but yet he still will espouse the propaganda the gas propaganda over and over and over again either out of complete ignorance or complete stupidity so you just simply say, give me a logical explanation about how? Just let me just pick one. Monument Hills has hundred eleven percent turnout. Well, it was just a it was just a record year. Impossible. Right. Understand why it's impossible for them to have extra votes. More people are voting than are registered to vote. That's impossible. Doesn't matter what the turnout is because you have to register thirty days prior to the election. <laughs> So it's impossible to have 111% show, uh, show up to vote because they wouldn't be legal votes. They can't register day of. That's what they, they'll all espouse that, like they espouse van's, uh, vaccine transmission infection stoppage. Doesn't make any sense because it was never tested to see whether it stops transmission infection. Same thing here. They'll espouse Just a lot of people showed up on the day. You can't vote on the day unless you're registered. So it's impossible when you have to register a minimum of 30 days in advance, and now you know how many voters you have. So you know, let's just say, let's just pick a random number. 75,000 people are ready to vote. Because they're all registered 30 days in advance. And you have 100,000 people show up and vote. So you had a 25, you had 125% turnout? That's impossible. By law, Impossible. But yet, Democrats will esp- espouse that this is all viable. And just so everybody knows, every single one of those votes were counted against Donald Trump. Every single one of them, of course. Er- all the t- whenever there are any sort of discrepancies, like uh, you see ballots that have no doubt, they were just all Joe Biden. That's all they did was mark Joe Biden and didn't vote down ballot. Not one. There was not one Trump ballot that someone just marked Donald Trump. There was hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people allegedly. That voted just for just for Joe Biden and didn't vote down ballot. Right. All the signature verification problems, all of the very strange, uh, perfectly filled in dots yeah. on computers, and all the various things I could go over and spend three hours on. All of that benefited Joe Biden. That's it. Whenever they had these streams of ballots come in in the middle of the night, we had a hundred thousand ballots, and they broke ninety-eight to two percent Biden. This, it was a fraudulent election. Everybody's afraid to say it. Oh, you know what, though? This was all litigated in court, and Donald Trump lost every time. That's bull-faced lies. They'll tell you, there was 60 cases, and he lost every one. Everybody remember the legit numbers? The legit numbers are there was 90 cases. Out of those 90 cases, 60 of them were dismissed for lack of standing, which makes no sense, and out of the 30 that were heard, 22 were won by Donald Trump. So the ones that were actually went to court where evidence was presented to a judge or jury, Donald Trump won 22 out of 30, which is roughly, I'd say, 70 to 80%. So I want to remind people of this. Look at that. Just, you know, just going back to the election, like, Tom, get over it. And if we don't fix it, if we don't fix the four things, establishment, the, the, four, the four problems, establish, no message, no money, establishment, Republicans, and fraudulent elections, if we don't fix those four things, I don't care who you're for. If you're dumb enough to even be for Nikki Haley... You ain't gonna win. Even it doesn't matter how much you compromise with Nikki Haley. You ain't gonna beat Gavin Newsom with Nikki Haley. You're not gonna listen. If this those four things aren't fixed, we aren't gonna be, beat Gavin Newsom with Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis either. We couldn't beat Gavin Newsom with Jesus running. If we don't fix those four things, we ain't gonna win. You gotta fix them. Yeah. It doesn't matter because there, there you go. You can't have 135 percent voter turnout. And by the way, I can show you. I have the stats from way back when. There was a myriad of counties, and of course, they were all in the uh, the six states and the seven cities where you had 150 percent voter turnout on the day of the election. And the Democrats will say, "Well, it's just great because that was just record turnout." That's not possible. Again, for this stated reasons. So let me show you this. So here's the White House uh, to mark two years. This is a. Uh, uh, the beginning of the year, to mark two years since the insurrection of the Capitol. I just wanted to show you how, how corrupt this all is. President Biden awarded the Presidential Citizens Medal uh, today to 14 heroes, 14 heroes, 14 heroes, who made uh, exemplary contributions to our democracy. Now, let me let me translate exemplary contributions to democracy. What that means is exemplary contributions to everything antithetical to democracy. Whenever a Democrat says democracy, they mean totalitarianism. So, exemplary contributions to our totalitarianism, or to our tyranny, before, during, and after the events of January six. All right, go to the next one for me, will? So, they're marking that two-year anniversary. Here's all the. This is from a year ago, almost a year ago. Uh, lady, Lady Ruby. Why does she get the name Lady in front of her name? <laughs> the White House actually. No, I guess the White House now. That's crazy. Is part part of Buckingham Palace? I guess the royalty, or they can now name people Lady. So, Lady Ruby Freeman viewed her role as a Fulton County election worker as a sacred mission. Now, let's let's just view, let's just let's let's uh, let's go back in time for a minute. What was Lady Ruby a part of? Lady Ruby was part of the water main break at the Fulton County Election Center. Water main break that turned out to be a leaky uh, uh, a leaky urinal. So, the water main break that sent all the Republican only workers out of the room. They closed down. Remember they said, remember at two o'clock in the morning? They cut they shut down all counting of ballots? Now they had to find a reason in Fulton County, I guess, to do it. Remember they said there everybody was too tired, tired. Everyone was tired. Gotta go home. They're working at eight hour shifts. How are you? Why are you more tired this year than any other year? You're working eight hour shifts 24 7. You work for eight, you go home, you go home for 16, just like everybody else, come back for eight. But allegedly they had to shut down the counting inside of Fulton County. And they said, We're shutting it down. All the Republican poll workers left because they shut down counting, while Ruby and her daughter stayed and shoved the same ballots through the same machines over and over again. And yep. she is uh, a great contributor to, the, to Joe Biden's tyranny, but, uh, but using Joe Biden's ver, uh, verbiage, an exemp- exemplary contributor to democracy. That's democracy. Fraudulently shutting down counting, counting of ballots, lying about a water main break, shoving the same ballots in the same machine over and over again, all of which are Joe Biden votes, having ballots hidden in boxes under tables, pulling them out after the Republicans leave the room. That's contributing to democracy. Lady Ruby Friedman viewed her role as a Fulton County election worker as a sacred mission to ensure people could exercise their right to vote. How does she help anybody exercise their right to vote? In the 2020 election, she upheld that mission despite an orchestrated campaign to overturn <laughs> the election that targeted her. Targeted her. At, we have video. Yeah. So I would again, I would ask any leftist, please explain to me the video that I have showing Ruby Freeman three times send this uh, I put it to three times send the same stack of ballots to the same machine. Yeah. Explain that to me. Just give me a logical explanation for it. Come on. Come on. Give me a logical explanation for it. You can't. So that's that. Go to the next morning. Well, here's another White House tweet. I'm setting some up here. I don't know if I'll have time to do it, but I'm setting it up. I'll, have, I'll set it all up and then you have to go off the air. <laughs> As an election worker in Fulton County, Shy Moss. Now, this is Ruby Freeman's daughter, who also needs to mix in a salad every now and then, face death threats, harassment and intimidation. I like to show me the documented death threats. Yeah. Just like from Boston Children's Hospital. Remember, Boston Children's Hospital came out and said, you know what? We, we would never lop off the penis. We would never lop off the breasts. We would never lop off the testicles of anybody under the age of 18 until it was proven that they were lopping off the penises, testicles, and breasts of 14-year-olds. And then allegedly they're getting death threats, and that's so they can deflect from their lies and from their Mengele-style medical experimentation on juveniles. So allegedly, uh, Shay, he was Moss, is getting death threats. Show me the death threats. Document them. Show them to me. Just show them to me. All right, let's try to shift to get this one here. Colette uh, Colette, uh, Murphy Video, Will, run it for me.
2: There was no water main break at all. There was a toilet leak about 16 or 18 hours earlier in the day, leaking from the ceiling from a suite above. It was cleaned up. It had no impact on this election. The water main break uh, pronouncement was obviously made to to clear the room of all poll watchers and the media. So they were told that night that uh, the vote count would be suspended because the water main break and that they would resume the vote count the next morning. The next morning, uh, everybody was stunned to learn that the people at uh, State Farm Arena, there were five women that worked for about two and a half hours from uh, just before 11 p.m. Until just before 1 a.m., uh, scanning ballots. And the disturbing thing about it is that uh, there were five of these desks with women uh, at each of the five desks. And we've labeled the first one here, kind of focused on her. She's wearing a purple top, desk one.
0: Now, I'll probably run more of this video later, but I'm running out of time right now. I've only got about 28 seconds left. Everybody, stick around for the post game. The post game is rocking, it is great stuff. About five minutes worth of straight videos. You got to see it. But then just tell me, give me a logical explanation of Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman running the same ballots to the same machines over and over again. Just give me, give me a logical explanation. Why are they having to do that? How, how does that help the integrity of election and further democracy? That's Just just give me a reasonable exp- explanation That's all I want to know. Love you all. God bless you. See you Tuesday night, You'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You'll cast out devils. You'll speak with other tongues. You drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt you. You'll be like Paul in Acts 28, 3 and 5. A viper could fasten on you and you just pull it off, throw it in the fire and suffer no harm. But you're not interested in that. You just want a very placid, Holy Spirit, uninvolved Christianity. You're going to be miserable that way. You're actually inoculating yourself against greatness. You're inoculating yourself against the miraculous. You got to dive in. Everything you want, Lord, I want. A lot of people don't pray that because they're afraid of what God wants. Whatever God wants is your maximum happiness. Whatever you think is great for you is not. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Let it go. Let your life go. You'll be a much happier person. That's as sweet as I can give you. That's as sweet as I can be. You'll be a much happier person.